Good morning. My name is Leticia Diaz. I just want to say a prayer this morning before I get started. Mm. Heavenly Father, I come to you and I thank you, Father. I ask that you forgive me, Lord, for everything that I've done that's not pleasant to you, pleasant in your sight. <sighs> Hallelujah. Father God, I thank you for this opportunity to give a word this morning. Or just whenever anyone hears it, whether it's the afternoon or night, I thank you for using me in such a mighty way. Father, I just ask that you put my flesh aside and that your spirit be all the way and you use me in a mighty way. Father, I just come to you on behalf of your people. I ask that you bring understanding as I give your word. I ask that you give clarity as I give your word. I ask that you allow the truth to be revealed and allow this word to touch your people and allow it to shift things and you allow your spirit to dwell in them and you speak to your people the way you want to speak to them. I thank you, Father, again. For allowing me to be obedient. Thank you for allowing me to be a, a willing vessel. And I ask that you continue to use me in a mighty way. So that you will get the glory at the end of it. It's not for nobody, but it's for your glory. That whenever anyone hears this message. That they will understand it. And that they will give you all the praise and all the glory. That you will open their eyes to insight. And you will reveal things. That they will seek themselves to become a better person. And that they will correct their own mistakes with their family or whoever they need to. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Amen. Excuse me. My title for this word is, It Matters How You Treat Your Seed. It matters how you treat the seed in your womb. Excuse me. It matters how you treat the seed in your womb. My scriptures that I will be using is Isaiah 55, 8. It will be coming from the NLT. I'll be also using scripture Acts 3, 2 through 6. As well as John 13, 3 to 8. And John 13, 12 through 17, that also all my scriptures will be from the NLT version. I'm going to first read Isaiah 55, 8. My thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, says the Lord. And my ways are far beyond anything you could imagine. Acts 3, 2 to 6. As they approached the temple, a man lame from birth was being carried in. Each day he was put aside, he was put beside the temple gate, the one called the beautiful gate, so he could beg from the people going into the temple. When he saw Peter and John about to enter, he asked them, for some money. 
Peter and John looked at him intently. And Peter said, look at us. The lame man looked at them eagerly, expecting some money. But Peter said, I don't have any silver or gold for you, but I'll give you what I have in the name of Jesus. Christ the Nazarene. Get up and walk. Amen. And here I'm reading also John 13, 3 to 8. Jesus knew that the Father had given him authority over everything and that he led, he had came from God and would return to God. So he got up from the table, took off his robe, wrapped a towel around his waist, and poured water into a basin. Then he began to wash the disciples' feet, drying them with a towel he had around him. When Jesus came to Simon Peter, Peter said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus replied, you don't understand what I'm doing, but someday you will. No, Peter protested. You will never, ever wash my feet. Jesus replied, unless I wash you, you won't belong to me. Mm, amen. John 13, 12 through 17. You call me teacher and Lord, and you are right because that's what I am. And since I, and since I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet, you ought to wash each other's feet. I have given you an example to follow. Do as I have done to you. I tell you the truth. Slaves are not greater than the masters, nor is the messenger more important than the one who sends the message. Now that you know these things, God will bless you for doing them. Amen. Amen. My title again is, It Matters How You Treat the Seed in Your Womb. Now, the question is, what does this title have to do with me, right? Well, we all have come from our mother's wombs, whether we male or female. We come from somebody's womb, you know. I want to say how my message came about. You know, a few weeks ago, I was on the Welling Daughters line, and a powerful woman of God, um, Veronica, she brought forth a message that stuck with me up to this point. And the message was, get into the roots. I'm not that anymore. And she said something that, you know, resonated in me. She said, remove the infected pulp. Along with another message, you know, that also stuck with me. You know, and during this message, um, it was by uh, Masha. Her title was, don't snooze on God, but keep prayer and watch. And, and that message... Right then, that week, that message, this is when my message, you know, 
the title came, it, it, it resonated in me. Um, and during that message, the Lord have highlighted to me my youngest son, you know. And when, you know, he highlighted to me my youngest son, I heard the Lord say, wash his feet. And when the Lord said, wash his feet, while I was, I didn't, I didn't quite get it. You know, I didn't, I didn't get, I didn't get why wash his feet, you know? So I realized the Lord was starting to show me some things about my child, you know, since he was young, he was never a motivated child. You know, it came to cleaning, school, even talking, he was not motivated with nothing, you know? And at one point he was even suicidal, you know, and wanted to run away, you know, and I, I was trying to figure out why is my child like this? Why is he like this? You know, I just couldn't get it, you know, and even, you know, his attitude toward me as a teen, you know, is disobedience at times and distance, you know, he's very distance, you know, and a little off, you know, the Lord showed me there's a disconnect, you know. The Lord showed me that there was a disconnect. And, you know, me as his mom, I get I get frustrated, you know, with him. But during this, this line, the Lord said, this Lord said to me that the way he's acting, the way he is, it came from when he was in the womb. You know, and the Lord showed me it wasn't it wasn't my actions while I was while he was in the womb, but it was my most inner thoughts. You know, my most inner thoughts. The Lord allowed me to remember what I've been through before and during the pregnancy. You know, he, he also showed me to see the outcome of my two oldest and think of the relationship I had then with their father. You know, and then I realized that when I first had my oldest child, it wasn't much of a conflict between me and their dad. It just happened, you know. And with my middle son, the Lord also showed me it was a happy moment. It was a happy time that I had him. And then with my, my last child, it was a situation where when I had got pregnant with my youngest son, it wasn't even supposed to be. We were supposed to be separated. It was supposed to be done and over with. So, you know, he also showed me the importance of feeling special being pregnant compared to not feeling so special. You know, um, then I asked the Lord, how do I fix this? How do I fix this, Lord? Like, how do I fix this? You know, and I heard again, wash his feet. I didn't get it. Wash his feet. So I did just that. Then the Lord said, tell him everything. Tell him everything. You know, how you truly was feeling while you was pregnant with him. While he was in your womb. And as I washed his feet, I felt the chains started breaking off of him and myself. You know, I had to, I had to allow him to understand Maybe the way he was feeling and the way he's feeling that it came from 
maybe the way I was feeling when I was pregnant. I can't say maybe. The Lord revealed that to me, that it came from the way I was feeling. You know, when I was pregnant with him, did that had cheated on me with, I'm not even going to lie. I'm not saying that this is the way he is now, but I was in a very verbal abusive relationship and it was a lot of cheating going on and I should have been done with him. It was to a point where he cheated on me with a, a transvestite. He cheated on me with multiple people and I wanted the marriage to be over, but somehow we got together, you know, and I, and I expected my expectations was, oh, things was going to get better. Things was going to get better. But when I found out I was pregnant, excuse me, and I told this to him while I was washing his feet. And when I found out that I was pregnant, I was pretty much happy. Um, however, my emotions were all over. They were all over. Um, and it was one point where, you know, did that. He still continued to do what he wanted to do. And. I felt alone. It was one point at the very beginning of my pregnancy, I was I found out I was pregnant with twins. I found out I was pregnant with twins and and I was at work. I had worked third shift Walmart and I was having pain that night when I was going to work and I didn't feel right. I felt something really wrong. And I remember going to the bathroom and I remember going to the bathroom. I know it's a little discreet a little bit, but it's, I remember going to the bathroom. I remember seeing something in the toilet. It looked like a, a, a baby, you know, like body, like, you know, it was, and it hurt me to the core and I was so sad and I, and I cried. But at the end of the day, I left that night from work and in my innermost conscious mind, I was saying to myself, well, maybe this is for the best. And I said to myself, ooh, maybe this is a relief. You know, maybe this is a good thing. You know, so I was kind of happy in a way. But in my deeper most, I said, I'm going to not go to the hospital. And I said that I'm going to just wait to my doctor appointment. Because anyway, my doctor appointment was coming up that following week. So when I went to the doctor, I found out that I had two I was pregnant with twins and one sack, it was separate sacks and one sack was empty and Jalil was in the other sack. So when that was like revealed, I was kind of like, well, I I was pretty much, I thought I felt good, but it was like, dang, I still got to deal with this man. You know, that's how I felt like, you know, like. I felt like still I got to deal with this man. But in the midst of me being pregnant, the thoughts of, dang, how did I get myself into this? The thoughts of, like, I was kind of upset at myself. The thoughts of, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to go through this, you know. Um, And and still being involved with their dad, you know. Their dad left me at six months pregnant with Jalil when I was pregnant with my youngest child. And... It brought so much emotions. Like, how did I do this? Like, and even just, I really, it was like, I started really thinking, like, I don't want Jalil. You know, I don't want this baby. I was thinking that, but it was like, my actions were showing, like, I do want him. But in my most subconscious mind, I was like, I don't want to go through this. I don't want to do this by myself. I don't want to, I wasn't motivated. Like, I was even working two jobs prior to, um, me getting pregnant. And even during my pregnancy, I was doing two jobs and I, I lost one of them. However, 
it was so many thoughts going through my mind that was not good. And the Lord said to me, you know, even, you know, I want to fast forward real quick, even to the point of, you know, this is why I'm washing his feet and I'm revealing this to Jalil. I'm revealing this and I, and I ask him to forgive me for feeling this way. The Lord said, you have to forgive yourself and you forgive him. And he told me to stop looking at your child as if he's going to be just like his dad. That's, you know, you know, speak those things as though they were. If I keep, you know, sometimes our thoughts, our thoughts become certain actions. And the Lord revealed to me that that was all you. The reason why that this boy from the very beginning, even when he was born, he took a long time to talk. Even when he was born, he took a, you know, after he was born, he took a long time to talk. He didn't want to talk. He sucked his fingers, you know, and as a mom, I just felt like, you know, just washing his feet. I come to recognize that it was all me. It was all me, the way I was feeling, even though I didn't express how I felt, even though I didn't express, you know, it still showed up. It manifested in my child, even though I didn't say it. So just him being in my womb, he picked up everything that I didn't even say. Every feeling that I didn't even, I didn't even express how I felt. Like he picked up everything that wasn't of God. I can't say he don't do a lot of things that's of God because I remember at one point when I was praising and worship and I felt him leap in my womb. However, the my point of my point of saying all this is that the Lord allowed me to fix this situation by being obedient and washing his feet. I didn't understand it. I don't I didn't understand it, but I trust the fact that now where I'm at in my point of life where I'm doing my best to follow Christ. I'm doing my best to do the right thing. I'm doing my best to be still and humble and hear the word of God and hear the Lord speak to me. I'm doing my best to want to do right. I'm doing my best to show an example of how I I do things. I I don't want to be who I used to be, meaning I can't do life without Christ. I cannot I cannot do it without him. And it's a point where I want my children to live for God. I want them to follow Christ. And the Lord revealed to me that this must be done. So as I was washing Jalo's feet, the Lord told me, you know, I, I prayed about it. Now, you know, I actually was able to, the Lord allowed me to wash first. And I had a robe to cover myself, but I didn't have anything on. And under the robe, it was nothing on. Uh, I just had my, you know, undergarments on. And the Lord had me sit at his feet. And as I was washing Jalil's feet, I started to break because I didn't realize that his actions and the way he is because of the womb, because of when I was in the womb. And I started to tell him everything, how I felt, how I didn't even want to have him, how I didn't want to, you know, 
do it all over, how I was upset at myself and how I compared him to his dad and how I looked at him like if he was going to be the same way like his dad. And even though I didn't say it, my actions pretty much showed it to him. And the Lord showed me how that's not, that's, he's not his dad, you know? And I had to ask Jalil as I was washing his feet, like I felt like the Lord showed me in the spirit that there was two angels standing by me, helping me and guiding. And I seen the angels in the spirit, one on the right and one on the left of Jalil. And as I was washing his feet, I was talking to Jalil and I was just saying, you know, forgive me. I just want to let you know that I'm sorry for not recognizing you for who you are. I'm sorry for just being so down on you. I'm sorry for not looking at the positives in you. I'm sorry for not paying close attention. I'm sorry for just always being angry, but it's like, I remember he would irritate me for no reason and I'll be on him. And I told him, I'm sorry for even just being mean at certain times for no reason, frustrated, you know, um, I, I, I had to apologize to him for everything. You know, even just going to the womb, I had to apologize to him for everything. And as I was apologizing, I started to cry. I started to break because the Lord, this was, I felt some things chipping off of my heart. You know, I felt some things chipping off. I felt chains breaking, you know, and as I, as I, as I washed his feet, he teared up too. And I just felt the love of God rekindling the relationship between him and I. I felt the love of God presence let me know that moving forward, you know, before he turns 16, things are going to get better. Our relationship is going to be better. His grace is going to be better. His attitude is going to be better. His confidence is going to be better. And as that was coming to me and, and I heard it, I see how he teared up. He teared up so much, but it wasn't noise, but it was just tears coming down his eyes. And me as his mother, I'm just so grateful to hear the voice of the Lord. I'm so grateful to be obedient. I'm so grateful. <laughs> you know, some things are easy said and done, but for me to be obedient and trust God in this process and in this situation and in this circumstances. I really do trust him. You know, I, um, I just ask that the Lord will continue to work in me and even my children. I don't want to be the person that have certain things in my heart because God knows your heart. He knows the heart, you know, God knows the heart, even when you don't even, sometimes we don't even know our own heart, you know, we don't know our own heart, but when you, when, when, when Jesus is the answer, when you're in a relationship with Jesus Christ of Nazareth, there's no hiding nothing. 
everything. He knows your the the, the your desires of your heart. Even sometimes when you're not even thinking of it, thinking of certain things, he knows the desires of your heart. <laughs> he knows how to make things right when you don't know. He knows how to fix situations that seem impossible. But we have to listen and we have to be obedient. Jesus is everything. Jesus is the answer. He is everything. He is the key to the answer. Jesus will, man, Jesus is Lord of Lord. He is King of King. And without Jesus Christ, we are nothing. With Christ, all things is possible. I didn't never think that something like this would happen. I never would think in the in years that I would hear the Lord tell me to wash your son's feet. I didn't understand it. I even had to look up scripture on washing feet, you know, which I found it. But it just makes sense to me, you know. I just wanted to read John 13, 3 to 8 one more time. Jesus knew that the Father had given him all authority over everything and that he had came from God and will return to God. So he got up from the table, took off his this robe, wrapped a towel around his waist and poured water into a basin. Then he began to wash the disciples' feet, drying them with a, t- with a towel he had around him. When Jesus... When Jesus came to Simon Peter, Peter said to him, Lord, are you going to wash my feet? Jesus replied, you don't understand now what I am doing, but someday you will. No, Peter protested, you will never, ever wash my feet. Jesus replied, unless I wash you, you won't belong to me. Amen. And just thinking back to when I washed my son's feet, he didn't question it. He didn't question what I was doing. He knows that I'm a woman of God. He sat there. Normally, you know, I I did it early in the morning, so he ain't got to question in any way. You know, but anyway, he didn't question. He trusted me. He trusted the fact that whatever I was doing, okay, I trust my mother in this situation. He could have, he could have, He could have said, Mom, what are you doing? I don't want to do this. No, but he let me do it. He allowed me to do it. (laughs) And like I said, some things we don't know, some things we will never understand, but God will reveal things. It's certain things that we will never find out till later on after the fact that when the Lord give us instructions, the Bible speaks truth and everything that we need to know is in the Bible. It is in the word of God and Bible stands for basic instructions before leaving earth. So why can't we trust the word of God? Everything that we need, everything that we desire, everything that we don't understand how to do in life, everything that we may not understand how to respond, act to people is in the word of God. If we meditate on the word, if we listen and hear the Holy Spirit, if we be still enough and we really meditate, we will hear what the Lord is trying to tell us. The thing is, are you going to be obedient? Are you going to be obedient? Are you going to be obedient? 
To God be the glory. I just thank you so much for listening. Thank you for your time. And I know God is about to do some mighty things. So even as you, you know, as a person, sometimes we don't understand why we have certain thoughts, certain, you know, a lot of times it does. The root comes from generational things. And this is how, you know, I'm just saying this extra. A lot of times we live and don't understand why we pick up certain things, why, like, some people do witchcraft. They don't understand where it comes from. And it really comes from, this is why I understand generational curse now. So the Lord showed me how to break off that curse, to break off that generational thing that stemmed from you, Letitia. And he told me to wash my son's feet. And I trust the fact that it was chains going to be broken. You know, so nothing is possible without Christ. All things is possible through Jesus Christ. And God's ways is not our ways. His ways are not our ways. What we think and what we do, we may think it may be one outcome. But God knows that it will be another outcome. But when you hear the voice of the Lord tell you to do something, be obedient. Because chains will be broken. And you have to trust that when God tells you something even when it sounds crazy, even when it sounds like, what in the world? Do it. Ask him how to do it. Pray. Trust him. Because he is the father. He is everything. He is not a man that he should lie. He is amazing. He is our promise keeper. He is our miracle worker. He is our way maker. He is everything. He was our he is our Lord of Lords. And if you really want to see God move in your life, be obedient when he speaks. And remember that it when you hear his voice and if it it, it has to line up with the fruits of the spirit. The enemy can try to deceive you with other thoughts, but you test the spirit by the spirit. And the Lord will reveal this to you. He will reveal truth. He will reveal if this is my voice or not. God is not of confusion. He's love, joy, peace, self-control, gratefulness. He is everything. So that's all. I thank you for your time to listen. And I just pray that you've gotten something from this message. And I pray that you understand everything that I've spoken on. I pray that this resonate in your spirit. And I pray that if there's any situation in your life that God wants to reveal to you and how to fix it and how to break those chains, that he will reveal it to you and that you be obedient in Jesus' name. So I just thank you and I ask that the Lord may bless you. Have a blessed one.